But as it is, we're going live now. This is it. Going live. So I'm going to have to actually... Uh, oh. We're live. We are live. Oh, oh, oh. We are live. Oh. Are you ready for this? Let's go. Yeah, I'm going to actually switch this, though. Aha, uh-huh, I knew it. Yes. Uh-huh. I did have to switch it. You had to switch it? Here we go. Let's we're live. go. Oh. oh, I just got a call from Jimmy. He's canceling on us today. Oh, okay. <laughs> Jimmy had to cancel. So things are normal. All right. Hey, uh, cheers to you, uh, Brianne. Everybody grab a cheers. glass of wine. Um, John John got a second shot today. I yeah, saw it on Facebook. I saw that. So you believe you believe in the vaccine, John? I, I got it. I guess we got to get it. I, I, don't know. I got it. Should we believe in it? Whatever, man. <laughs> I'm not an anti-vaxxer, I guess. No, there it is. We had nine there for a second. That's a record. Ooh, nine. We are getting hot. We are getting hot tonight. So uh, hopefully uh, Jimmy will be back someday. I don't know when that's going to happen. Here's my angle. Here's Paul's angle. Say hi to Paul. Hi, guys. No, you're, they're up here for you. <laughs> All right. So we got, uh, like I said, we got a great fake MMA news today. Great. Uh, um, what do you call it? Uh, Noticias falsificadas. Uh, you're gonna love it. It's very timely. We're definitely like two old white guys. I'm coming off a. Yeah, no, we're really. Like, yeah, all right. We're doing that. We can square dance to this, bro. <laughs> That's how I know you're from the Midwest. <laughs> I literally was going like this. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> That's how you know somebody's white when they go. That was a good rap song. <laughs> <laughs> That's like that. Uh, what do you do? You watch TikTok? Do you do TikTok stuff? I have not. I, I, no, I don't watch TikTok, man. You know, like I see a few things on the uh, like Instagram where they have the TikTok videos. I enjoy it, but I don't know. I don't. You're not a TikToky dude. I haven't got it into it yet. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm an old guy. Someday. They always have these things like, uh, show me you're an uh, older white guy without, or say you're an yeah. older white guy without saying it or whatever. And then you like do something. That's, you know, <laughs> that, but that's what I would do if I was doing it. Like, you have like white tube socks on. I do this to like a Jay-Z <laughs> tube. <laughs> Offbeat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, my big tall white socks. Oh my God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, so tell me what you were telling me. You were just talking, uh, and then I was like, shut up, man, because oh, uh, we're about to go live, and I want to <laughs> share this with the world because I think it's a good insight. So I was, um, before before jiu-jitsu today, I got home, and I was hanging out with the dog, you know, watching some YouTube, and I, I stumbled on this um, YouTube page, Molly McWhoopass. The guy, ha- he has a really interesting way of breaking things down. It's pretty cool. He explains something. He has, like, a Boston accent, mm-hmm. so it's like... It's an intelligent thing, except, you know, you have, like, a Boston guy saying it, which is just funny. But he, <laughs> Wow. <laughs> yeah, because it's like, that kind of sounds exactly. like, yeah, You're like, weird. Yeah, the car. Yeah. Well, no, but he was talking about um, Michael Chandler and, like, his run through Bellator and, like, how he was, how he was trying to come up and all that, like... If you know about Michael Chandler, like he, yeah, Mike, Michael Chandler, he just won his his first fight in UFC, and yeah. everybody was all high on him. But there's a lot of hype coming from his previous organization. So the funny thing about that is, like, when he was coming up and before before he won the world title at Bellator, you know, he he was you know he did a great job, but he was a grinder. He kept grinding, 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 and like he no one t- he didn't know of this about himself he lost three straight straight fights in a row he didn't know that he lost three no, fights he did okay but no, I was like, gonna say, that's really grinding if you don't notice well it's <laughs> like he's he's a grinder and like he's he's a good fighter but he was coming like he 
really had to look into himself after those three fights to figure out what is wrong with me. Oh, he didn't know what it was that was. And then he brought it back to, you know, like we, as humans, we always default to, you know, certain habits. Yeah. And he, you know, they, they really broke it down and he, Michael Chandler broke it down to himself as like, he was always that guy that would go into the big match and lose it. Mm-hmm. And it was apparently it was like an insecurity because, you know, he's from a small town from Missouri, I think. And he would like go out and, you know. Wow. Nice. Yeah. No, he'd go like <laughs> for. So his first three years at, in high school, he'd get like to he'd always get second place in state uh-huh. and wrestling. And, you know, I think he won it his senior year, but. They, he, you know, he broke that down. And was like, why, why does this always happen to me? Instead of taking the victim mentality of, oh, well, you know, the ref beat me or this, that, the other, he figured out that he, he had an issue, and then he fixed it. And he was like, yo, I, I can't make these things. What was the issue? The thing, like he, what he was saying was that he, he was from a small town, and people would always say, you know, you're from a small town, so you're not. You're not going to be at the next level if you. So it was a confidence issue. Yeah. He was shutting himself yeah, exactly. down. Fear of failure. Yeah, it's fear of failure. People yeah. think it's fear of success. No, it's actually fear of failure because you get to the highest level, you just feel the failure coming. You're like, I'm going to get up there, but I don't. I'm, I have an imposter's complex. Yeah. Or I've been plagued by that my whole life because I've had these opportunities We've laid out before this. me, yeah. and I and I don't go get them because I'm like, oh yeah, well, you know, well, I don't think I deserve it or something. I don't know what. Yeah, and he that was going on and. You know, I, I deal with that myself, and I've, I've kind of gotten over I hope I got over it. It's, I think it's a lifelong battle, dude. It is, I think it's, it is. it's almost like meditation or something else where it's like you think if you think you got it licked, then, no. then that's the killer. And it's, you, you always have to maintain. The, the, way they, the way he was describing it is like, you know, being in, a, being in a jail cell. You can look at that jail cell and like if you put that, you know, if you put that victim mentality in, it's like, you know, if you're in a jail cell – you're not getting the greatest threads caught. You're not getting the best. You're not getting the best um, mattresses. You're not getting the best facilities. But if you, you might be getting the best companionship, but it's just maybe not, yeah. not for what for, for your yeah. for your standards, for your standards, but which no. you're wanting. But like, if you look at that, the way they were talking about it, they was like, if you look at it like you know, well, woe is me. Like if you if you lost a match, like if you lost a fight on a split decision, oh well, you know the ref the 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 judge didn't know what he was watching. Well, then you know. That com- that uncomfortable mattress gets a little more comfortable, and he made it like into a real jail cell where you could actually get comfortable in that jail cell versus yeah. being uncomfortable and, and saying and taking, I got to fight my way out of this. Thing. Taking extreme like extreme ownership of it. I feel like analogies are like <laughs> they they're so important. Yeah, they <laughs> are gotta, because it, it's like we're that we can't just like look at things as they are and then and then learn from them. We ha- no. we have to use analogies in order to. To well, learn. Like, when it gets into the <laughs> mind, you have to, man. Like it's it's hard to explain a lot of things to like people. John, uh, John Eden says, "I want to do a tell me you do jujitsu without telling me you do jujitsu on on TikTok." I'll just sh- just start showing ears. Just start showing ears. Yeah, is that like, it? P- yeah. People that have you know cauliflower ear. <laughs> or when you shake somebody's hand, you pull uh, them in, and then yeah, you like hey, maybe give an or get an overhook or oh. like something weird. Like I always do. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. my god! Yeah, I always do that too. And I shake I know, hands. I always I like know. get the overhook a little. And you know, I, you know, it's weird. Is if, if I give people hugs, I always go double. Like I, I try to never let people go d- double unders. I don't, oh. I don't care. You could be, you know, 
a wife, a girlfriend, a fucking, uh, yeah. I almost got myself. Uh, a grandma. A grandma, you know, <laughs> your mom, whatever. So you still body lock them. I, I'm going double under. I'm, I'm, I'm going for the double unders. I'm going to win the pummel. <laughs> at least get, uh, let's do, let's do a, uh, let's get jump right in, man. Yeah, it's kind of late at night. Sorry, I just um, kind of went off. No, on no, no. Hands. I love it, dude. I love it. That's a great way to kick it off. Oh, oh it's time for Noticias Farsa Pecadas. That's the big MMA news. It is all the news. It is not news because we made it up. But now you will have heard it and you won't be able to unhear it. In the UFC news, it's uh, Poirier and McGregor 3. The rubber match is uh, inked and scheduled for July 10th. Um, the conflict this time, who's the nicest guy? Oh. They're arguing over uh, chari- charities and who gave what to who and when. And so it's who's nicest. So uh, this, they're, they're titling this fight as more Mr. Nice Guy or, or uh, no good deed, get punished. Or uh, <laughs> wait, uh, these two philanthro- uh, philanthropic thrashers will be facing off for a third time to see who truly is the biggest benevolent badass. They'll be hand- handing out beatings and Benjamins for five rounds, donating kicks, punches, and takedowns to each other until one of them calls for, calls in the Red Cross. <laughs> All of this ast- altruistic ass-kicking and annihilation will be unifying the, uh, f- to find out, uh, unifying the title for, for most rugged ruffian of relief. That's right. So, uh, so catch that fight. Uh, also in the UFC, Vegas 24 is set for April 17th. Um, it has had a cancellation. Did you know that? I did not. No. Richard Ramos had to pull out of his fight with uh, with Bill Algio due to testing positive for COVID. Ooh. In related news, Jake Paul is also set to fight this Saturday. He's fighting Ben Askren. Yeah. He says he's not scared of Ben Askren, but he has been licking money and eating bats. <laughs> To get COVID so he doesn't have to fight him. Get it? Okay. Uh, in grappling news, Jake Shields will be facing Kyle Chambers April 25th at Submission Underground 22. Shields has been a champion in Strike Force, fought for the UFC gold, defeated Robbie Lawler, Dan Henderson, and Tyron Woodley. Tyron. It's not Tyrone, man. And, uh, and, and uh, medaled in the ADCC uh, 2005 and has wins over Dylan Dennis and, G- and Gilbert Burns. When Shields, who has over 900 professional fights, asked about <laughs> retirement, he said, uh, when it was clear I would never make it to champ in the UFC, I just decided I needed to break some other record. So I'm going for most fights ever by a human person. <laughs> Clearly, that's held by Cowboy Cerrone and Sam Alvey, who were both quoted as saying, I guess we can't retire now either. Thanks, dick. And that's it for the fake MMA news. It is Noticias Falsificadas, all the news that is not news, because we made it up, but now you've heard it. And you can't unhear it. Yeah, oh my god. Are you excited about that fight? I'm always excited, man. I'm excited for the 24th. That's going to be a good fight. It's going to be killer. Who do you got? Um, make, it, make, make it now. Oh, wait, wait. You're talking about the next one coming up. Yes. You're talking about Masvidal and... Um, Usman. Uh, yeah, and Usman, yeah. Um, I got Usman. I don't know. I got Usman. <sighs> I know right. Masvidal's a, a, a fighter. A fighter fighter. He's a scrapper, but I think, man. But I think, uh, honestly, he's very crafty. He's very tricky, and he's good with technique, but not 100% of the time. Usman's tighter. I think Usman's tighter. He's got a better chance overall. But um, but I, I think, to some degree, it's anybody's fight. Now, that's me talking. I haven't fought MMA. I'm not a good uh, judge of who wins and loses these fights. And I also um, could give a shit. But go ahead. Uh, I'm going to go... 
smart money is going to go Usman, honestly. Like he's yeah, he's got a good jab. Is, is it the smart money? Like who's the it underdog is. in this fight? Um, is Jorge the underdog? Jorge. Yeah. Jorge. What's do you know the batting line or whatever? Uh, no, I don't. Okay, but, but he's no, like I think if if Jorge comes out really like really aggressive and you know defends a takedown. He can take it. He can take this fight. It's going to have to be a knockout or, you know, a submission, but maybe a decision, maybe. But I would put more on he has to knock him out, honestly. Okay, so who who do you think uh who do you think wins uh Poirier um Poirier McGregor 3? <sighs> Got a feeling about that one? That's a tricky one, man. That's a tricky one. I well, I, I don't know. I've been kind of reading the uh the tabloids saying, you know, like McGregor's pulling out because he didn't. Poirier said he didn't pay money. This, that, the other. But if that fight goes on, I'm going to go Poirier. No, he's not pulling out. He's doing it. He's doing it. Right. Yeah, they said. Uh, Chael Chael made a good point. He goes, "I want it to be known McGregor's a company man to some degree. Like he he he's been given crap for it before, but he actually is stepping up and like." Yeah. So honestly, I'm going to go Poirier on that fight. I think he has it right. And I you think, think he's just going to keep keep kicking that leg, and it's going to go all the same way as before. No. I feel like that's the only reason he won that fight. I think he's gonna... no offense, Poirier, but I mean, he <laughs> did use that. He did use that pretty effectively, it, and they're really he so, he wasn't necessarily winning on his feet otherwise, as, so, other than like yeah, I think distracting right. with that. I think a lot of the thing is like it's depending on what McGregor does. I mean, if he comes out trying to box again, like he was, like a heavy boxing. It's not going to be a good night for him because guess what? He's going to do the same kick to the legs. Do you remember? Wait, wait. Okay, wait, wait. There's still there's still a ground game here. Yeah. Do you remember? Do you remember the takedown defense that he had initially with uh, Khabib? Yeah. How intense was that? Pretty intense. Was- I mean, that takedown defense was ridiculous. I've rewatched yeah. it a few times recently, and I'm like, wait a second. This is a guy. Granted, he was fighting the best grappler on the planet, hands Ooh. down. In MMA, okay, okay, for MMA. Mm-hmm. All right. The, in other words, the guy's gonna yeah. get the takedown he wants. Period. Yes. But he couldn't quite get it with Connor. That initially he was like, and then and, and, and the spinning and the moving yeah. and Connor's base was phenomenal. Well, his his ability to rebase and 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 uh, give him some of the turn, but take away some of the angle. Like he was really really good at defending the takedown, pushing the head, and then he committed too much to pushing down the head and not enough to separating uh, yeah. sprawling, which is just uh, I mean it's look it's part of it's a setup. It's a micro, micro adjustment, adjustments. and Khabib is setting him up to do that, so it's probably. Khabib, Mick Khabib. Khabib. It's probably Khabib doing it, <laughs> making him make that mistake. Which is, which is, hats off to Khabib. Yeah. However, still incredible defense. Incredible. So, wh- how does Poirier overcome well, that? So, like, if you watch the last fight, the you know, Poirier um, Conor McGregor fight, Poirier took the just the worst double I've ever seen and took McGregor down real easy. Hmm. Yeah. Changed the fight a little bit, but you know, I think. If Connor goes back to his more karate stance and kind of keeps that, you know, front foot a little lighter, you know, so he can, you know, check, I think he'll win it. Honestly, I I think he has a little bit better power. He has more kicks. We have to see what Connor's going to do because if he comes out trying to box again, it wasn't a good night for him. He got kicked. He got kicked. He got kicked. Leg leg was done. Then he got knocked out. Yeah. Now. Well, I mean, dude. Now, it was all about the leg. Yeah. Yeah, it was all about the leg. The knockout was all about the leg. Yeah. Kick. 
So but, if he now is like, hey, uh, all right, we got to shut the leg kick down. That's not allowed anymore. Yeah. And, and he's what, are they canceling it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, he's just not going to. Yeah. I mean, he's going to he's going to be shutting it down somehow. However, that heavy uh, front leg stance of his is and, got is got to change. Yeah. He switched. He switched his stance he, he from the lighter it. karate stance. If he puts a lighter if he puts lighter weight on that front leg, goes back to the karate stance. Then then now that the, the calf kick is there, but it's not quite as there. It's not as effective. Yeah, so you're right. Yeah, I think I'm gonna sneeze, but I'm gonna hold it. You can sneeze. All right, no, I'm good. Okay, so that being said, um, th- it's gonna change everything. Obviously, he knows that's the thing. Literally, his Achilles heel. Yeah. <laughs> so, so what? So what's he gonna do? Right? Yeah, I mean, look, he's gonna defend it. He's he should hopefully he's defending. He defends it. I mean, let's... and then what do we got? Then we got a boxing match, and then does Connor win? Possible. It it could be a dog. Fight. Why why is that possible and not probable? Because it, didn't he beat him hands down before? Well, I mean he was playing so McGregor was playing the mind games at, at the very beginning. At the first uh first fight, he was playing the mind games. Yeah. I think Poirier has gotten a lot more mature and he's at the right camps and he's doing a we lot better. We all have Paul. We've all gotten more mature. Have we? No. No. I just all. like to claim it. <laughs> Time passed. Nobody can ch- test that. So it's no, but to claim. like you could see that Poirier after fighting uh Khabib himself was he's been in the highlight. He's been, you know, in the big show now. He's used to it. He's you know, going five rounds. And I think he's a little bit more mature. And now he has the confidence coming off the uh, off the McGregor fight. Yeah. So I think he can if he can use that and bounce off of it, he could take this fight and he can make it a dog fight, which would honestly McGregor, he's a good you know, he's a good crisp fighter. Uh, crisp tactician crisp. But like... if you put it a dog fight like Oh, like when like, he fought Nate? Yeah. Nate, but, hey, Nate, he fought Chad Men- Chad Mendez. That, Same way, that was a dog fight. Yeah, but I mean it it's yeah, well Chad Mendez had like a day's notice. Oh. Yeah, like that was Took yeah. him down, and then he was gassed. But no, like Connor, he will. He, he does have a high fight IQ. He's one of the smartest fighters in the UFC mm-hmm. because I mean he can change things on the go. He fought uh, Max Holloway one, yeah, when he had a, like a tear in his ACL, yeah. And I mean, he not easy, not easy, not easy. I mean, dude, I bad respect. Would he would he beat Max Holloway now? There's a question. I Why don't those fight? guys fight? I think. Is it weight? Yeah, I think. Um, I don't think uh, McGregor's going to make that weight again. Mm-mm. I don't think he can, man. That would be so incredible. But like, what if Max caught, fought him at a, at a catch weight? Well, I mean, Max did fight. Uh, what weight class? He fought that? up. 55. Yeah, he, yeah, he fought lightweight. He fought Poirier actually. Well, he should lost, come fight. Come fight Poirier. him. So I mean, it, it could be interesting, man. I'm. I'm oh, actually yeah. excited for the lightweight division because, I mean, you got um, Oliveira versus Chandler. You got you know, the ringer of Gaethje. I mean, that dude is a freaking machine. Yeah. And and you know what? I was watching the um, details breakdown. I keep pumping that. Yeah. Um, I really love good. that stuff. Yeah. You, you're on it now. Yeah. Right? yeah. So, so, uh, so Daniel um, 
Cormier. Uh, I just I just love Daniel Cormier, and and his intelligent breakdown of these fights informed me so much about what's really happening and what these fighters are a- actually capable of. I had no idea that like, I had no idea that he that Gaethje was not just marching people down. I thought he was just marching guys down and then cornering them against the cage and winning fights. I didn't realize he was um, that he was that he was slipping and yeah. and all this technical stuff he was doing on the way in that was like. Higher level than his opponent, even, but he's doing it in that blocky, like he's taking like up space. Bull. He's like taking, a raging bull style. That's like, what it looks like. He's like looks, but he's taking up so much more space in the middle. Yeah, and uh, and these guys, uh, his opponents, I I don't know. I think I think the reaction is the same as a viewer, where it's yeah. like this guy's just coming into me, and they they throw a lot at him that he can get away from. It's pretty cool. Yeah. I, I didn't get how intelligent he's fighting. I mean. A lot of these guys fighting, like you get to that level. There's like Corey Anderson said, there is levels to this game. Yeah, there is levels. I mean, John Jones is on a different level than most humans. Do you think John Jones is going to fight in Ghana? <laughs> I are they going to allow that? To quote Chael Sonnen, he will fight a champion. He will fight a champion. Yes, he will fight the heavyweight champion. What you don't think he'll make it to Ghana because somebody's going to beat Ghana? Uh, no, I. So who's in Gano fighting next? Didn't he just sign? I don't. I haven't seen. I haven't. Oh, been okay. On the, dude, I've been working all day, and yeah, okay, not a lot of sleep. But no, like um, <laughs> <laughs> I think the whole ten million dollars thing is like out of my ballpark. I need more money for that. Oh, I see. He wants money. Which, is that what you're saying? I, I get it, dude. You know, hey, young man, get paid. But he should fight Tyson Fury. So <laughs> <laughs> no, like um, I think. Ngannou will probably fight Derek Lewis next because, I mean, that would be, you know, ranking-wise the right way to do it. And if John... Who, wait, who? You cramping? Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh! paulie has got a cramp! I'm going to put the camera on you right now. Are you all right? <laughs> yeah. Can I help you? <laughs> oh, shit, I'm cramping my abs. Your abs are cramping? Yep. Are you okay? I'm cramping. Can I help you? <sighs> oh, shit. <laughs> do you need water? No, you can swear. You're in pain. Oh my god, this has never happened on the podcast. Uh, I got to give CPR to somebody. Hold on. Oh, that's your. Oh shit, my Are you okay? I'm dying. For real? No. Okay. This happen a lot. only when I. Only when you sit down and drink beer right after training. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, this is why you don't drink after training, uh, or drink the night before training and then right after training. Are you dehydrated? He's dehydrated. Don't ever do this. I feel like I should go on entertaining the crowd. Not that there is one. (laughs) On the off chance that our one listener is concerned about you, I'm like, (laughs) do you want me to help you? I I can't do anything. I don't know what to do for a cramp. Punch you? Stop talking, right? That helps. (laughs) Keep going? Okay. Uh, All right. Jackson Robertson says you're a drama queen. <laughs> Hi, man. Hey. Those were real cramps, man. Oh, my God, dude. Like, both my legs just cramped up. Woo! And my abs. You ever have your abs cramp up? That is the worst feeling. Like, it is all, like, right That's here. why I stopped working out. It's oh, bullshit. It is cramp city, baby. Man. Oh, dude. Dude, we got to retitle the podcast. This cramp is like, city. yeah, cramp city. Yeah, holy cramp. <laughs> Oh my god! Well, no, like, so, are you back? Yeah, I'm back. I'm always back, baby. I'm, I'm right here. I'm right here. I'm good. <laughs> just, uh, just put it on you right now. Yeah, 
yeah. Ooh, yeah, God. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, I, I feel it right in the ab. <laughs> like, and then like my hamstrings are going. Wow. Ooh, if, babe. So, so do you think that's just a lack of hydration? Yeah. Dude. Or new, could it be nutrition related? Probably column A, column B, dude. I've been, like I said. Dude. Chime in if any of you guys, John or Jackson, if you guys get um, cramps after training oh. or like when you're training. The worst is my feet. My feet get cramped. Oh, dude, does dude, that happen to you? Oh, in the middle of the night, yeah. Oh, my God. My feet will just like all of a sudden like curl up like I'm the witch, the wicked witch of the West uh, in The Wizard of Oz. That's an old reference. Oh, my but you God, know dude. I, mean. I love that movie. Yeah, it's a great movie. That a big, that a big, uh... Yeah, that was gross, but <laughs> Ooh, that's how that's how my abs right now are feeling. <laughs> mm. Oh man, that, that was horrible. Wow, <laughs> you guys, we had a medical emergency on the podcast. We've never had that happen. Ooh, that's not a medical emergency. Uh, John says in the ab, uh, my calves cramp during rolls. John says, Oh, dude, I've had that happen. Yeah. The, oh man, the worst is abs, dude. Because they're, like you see what I'm doing. Like, like if if you put the camera on me, like I'm literally holding myself up. Because like Ian Jackson says, uh, I didn't know you had abs. I'm just kidding. He didn't say that. I'm throwing him under the bus. He's not even with us. Ah. <laughs> I'm, I'm messing with Ian in a totally new way. This is going to be great. Oh, man. No, like, I, I've always had, like, bad hamstring. Man, yeah. that was, like, that, those are the worst for you me. You have great glutes, though. I do. I do. Yeah, I wanted to say that. No, I have beautiful glutes. <laughs> I've been told that. I have glutes of a Greek god. Uh, have you ever pulled your hamstrings, like, doing soccer or anything? Can you sit down again or no? I'm gonna stand up. Okay, I'm just gonna right. stand up for now. Okay, cool. Because I am a little. Hey guys, how you doing? Okay, all right. Wow, that was like a sudden onset. Like, oh uh... no, I felt it coming, and it was like slowly, slow, and then I was like, oh. So you getting no. uncomfortable? I thought you had to poop. No, not yet. Okay. <laughs> all right. let, let me let me try sitting now. <laughs> Can you do it? You think? Yeah. There we go. Is it okay? Oh, there we go. Are you okay? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Put a little closer, but like, but like, oh, relax. Yeah, hey, like, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pull, pull the chair in closer, at least. Oh. Yeah. No, I mean, can you bring the whole chair in? Yeah, yeah. I'm just trying okay. to get coffee. Yeah, don't that cramp up horrible. on me. That was horrible, guys. <laughs> Feet only on the cramps, says Jackson. Yeah. Yeah, God, dude, dang, no. that was brutal. Dude, Thanks no. for hanging with us yeah. during that. Yeah. You could like literally. Did, I'm could... a first responder. Do you notice how I jumped his? I'm like, <laughs> can I do anything for you? Oh, my God. No, it's What, great. I should have got you pickle juice. Oh, dude. Do you want some pickle juice? No, I'm good. No, okay. honestly, it happens, and like you see, it, I get up, I'm like, oh, I freeze out for a second, like it spaz out. And... You want to hear something interesting that happened to me? Yeah, uh, that was along those lines. This might have happened to you guys. Something like this. Uh, I got Wait, what's called. Your ribs? A... Yeah, that. No, no, no. Uh, similar to what you just had happen. Only it was at my wedding on oh, my wedding day. On my on to my your wedding wife. Day. I was to... the wedding to my wife that I had. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, thank God that one I'll talk about. Um, but anyway, uh, so I had uh, Daniel Thomas was my teacher. He was a black belt under um, uh, Claudio Franca. It was who I was under initially when I started jujitsu. And I invited him to my wedding and said, please come. And then um, I'll have my groomsmen. We'll all go to the academy. We'll yeah. all train with you. And um, everybody can kick my ass in a big row. You know, they'll kick my ass every two, two minutes each and they'll just whip my ass. Not all of them knew jujitsu. Some did. One was a like national champ wrestler. So like, I nice. mean, I got to work out. Nice, and, um, nice. So I didn't. I did everything I could to be hydrated and ready for that. But I mean, I was partying the night before, and then we we're you know it's wedding time. Everybody's yeah, in town. We're having a good time. Yeah, everyone's having a good time drinking. You know. I really was not paying attention to anything I should have as far as hydration, nutrition, all that. Also, I was thirty five, so I felt a little bit invisible. Oh yeah. And um, trust me. <laughs> and so I, uh, 
Got to the wedding site. Everything was fine. I mean, I was definitely like, I had been through the ringer, the gauntlet, dude. Yeah. I felt it. It was one of those days. And I was like, man, that was hard. And I, But I felt great. I'm like, wow, I made it through that. I could do anything. And it was just the coolest way to do a wedding day. Yeah. And all my buddies were there, and we're all like just smiling and laughing. And my buddy Rob was there, and, and uh, Rob Con? No, no, not Rob Con. Rob Nieto, who's uh, he was uh, um, he at, wrestled with uh, Chuck Liddell at Cal Poly. Okay, and uh, he's a D one wrestler and really good wrestler, uh, great guy. Yeah. And if you heard us on the phone, you'd think it was me. If you heard him on the phone, you'd think it was me. Really? And yeah, our, we used to do this before, where our wives would call, and uh, <laughs> and and he like a wife swap on the phone. Yeah, yeah, he would. Yeah, yeah, I would hand the phone to him, and he'd be like, "Hey, yeah, what?" And then, and they couldn't tell the difference. That's awesome. Yeah, it was that really weird. Awesome. But anyway, um, he's there with me, and he's been through weight cuts and all this stuff and dehydration a million times. Yeah. So we're just about to start the wedding, and they're like, "Okay, uh, Danny's getting ready. She's almost ready." And all of a sudden, I can't see. I went completely freaking blind, dude. Oh my god! I felt it started shimmering on the sides. It's called it's called an optical migraine, and uh, and it's where you go, you get to, it's from dehydration. Yeah. And I got completely dehydrated, and and, and this um, the, it just like sh- the shimmering, this shimmering like it's like there's a lake on either side of your eyes, and it comes in at a V on either side, and then all of a sudden you're just blind and you can't see. It's like you can see, but you can't see. You can't make out what you're seeing. It's just okay, yeah, all yeah. of a sudden it just sort of like goes away and it doesn't make sense. You're just like. You can't see. You're just blind. <laughs> I've never had that. It's just is gone. And it's not like dark. It's just gone. There's nothing. And you're like, oh, my God, this is crazy. I can't see right now. And I told him, I'm like, I can't, uh, this isn't good. I can only see a little bit. And then a couple minutes later, I'm like, guys, I can't see at all. And they're like, Danny's almost ready. And Rob's like, hang on. And he runs and finds pickle juice. Yeah. And I just downed pickle juice. And, dude, I was back in like three or four minutes. And about two minutes later, they're like, Danny's ready. Ready to go. And I'm like, sure, of course. I'm always yeah, ready. I yeah. can see. Dude, could you imagine the disastrous event that would have unfolded and then and then how hard it would have been for me to, to go to training at any point for the next 15 years that's an impossibility hey i'm gonna go train jujitsu oh really oh, like, like the day at our wedding when you, when you went blind when you went blind and couldn't you couldn't see my, my couldn't see dress. me during the ceremony yeah i remember that you're supposed to tell me i look beautiful oh my god mm-hmm. yeah dude that would have been john's had it uh, have you heard of it? No, it's ridiculous. No. I didn't know what it was. I, I started getting them like uh, a lot when I was a white belt, and then uh, and that's why um, that's why I knew what it is because I asked a doctor, and he's yeah. like, "Oh, that's an optical migraine." I think I I might have looked it up. There wasn't you couldn't Google like you can now. No, there this was, was like WebMD. <laughs> yeah, I had to like ask people on the street. God, you know that's crazy. Before man. Google, that's why Before- if you were having an argument at a restaurant, you'd be like, "Excuse me, sir, do you know uh- <laughs> BG man? BG, yeah." Before what? Before Google? <laughs> BG. <laughs> what's a a what? What's then? What's after Google? Is it AG? Yeah, AG. Okay. You trained on your wedding day? Sorry, sorry, came in late. Oh, hey, hey, buddy, Who buddy's that? here, buddy, buddy. Lloyd. So, buddy Lloyd and I cut wood today. We chopped wood today. We chopped uh, pine. We split chopped and split pine. We chop. We used our saws and and cut up the oak, and then we split some pine. We loaded it, did all that stuff. I did it all with bad ribs. Yeah, and I thought, oh, two days, my rib injury is good. I can cut wood. Everything's fine. And oh, then, no. I, and oh, then, um, no. no, dude. And then I went and trained with you guys tonight, and uh, you were so gentle with my ribs. Thank you, dude. I, oh, you were God. so careful. I've been trying to be more gentle, honestly. You were. It was like I felt like I was like like I was like a a, a some, like a liability to you <laughs> on the training mat. Cause I couldn't, cause I couldn't I give you anything. I was liability myself, man. I was, I, like, I didn't feel like I was bringing it. I was like, man, I want to bring it from at least one side. No, I dude, couldn't really... it was good. It was good. I mean, 
Like, I'm trying to get better at, like, being smoother and, like, softer and not cross-facing people all the damn time. See, this is the funny thing. When you're training, you don't know where your opponent, your your, your training partner's at, what they're doing that day. Because when I got done with you, I'm like, God, I'm sorry. Because our role was a little yeah. bit lackluster. And I felt like we weren't, like, meshed at, like, certain points. I, we're kind of, like, aware of what we're doing, kind of overly clunky. And, and I think you were... I felt like you the whole time you were just worried about my ribs. But that wasn't it. You had your own shit going. Dude, I, like... And then I, you told me after. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, okay. So the whole time I'm in my head, yeah, and you're I'm, in your head. Well, no, like... Is that I, funny how it's like that, though? Like, that's that's a big thing. It, so, it, like, you told me your ribs were hurt, and I, so I did kind of, like, not try to... Yeah, like, you don't want to lay on me. Yeah, and then, like, yeah. another person told me... They had some, you know, ab injuries, so I was like, okay, you know what? I'm, I'm not going to play, you know, my t- normal top game because I have a very heavy top game that I can put on. So, like, I, you know, I've been a little more aware of doing it. But, man, like, there's some people that you just have to do it to. And it's like, bro, what? what why? 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 Yeah. Why do you make me do this to you? Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> there's, okay, so the inverting guys. The inverting oh. guys, I feel like I can't give ground oh. to the guys who no. invert. Because it makes me so mad that all of a sudden they're on my back. I'm like, God, that's like magic. Yeah, <laughs> it's you can't magic. Use magic. We're training. Poof. No, like I, I don't know, dude. I've I, honestly, I've just been like I said, I've been working a lot. So like, I'm, I'm the point in super tired. Yeah, the point I was making is that you don't know where your training partner's yeah. at. You don't know what his deal is. You you just know what your deal is, and so you're you're thinking. You know, odds are almost every single time. It's not what you think it is because no. you got two people with two sets of variables. Um, you just have to. It's it's such man. It's the same so, thing as always. It's an analogy for life. So when you when you interact with that guy at the at the store and he's being a jerk, it's you, not about you, man. No, you know what? Like they, you know, you're a father, so you can you can look at. It. They used to be. A, they they they're a kid. They're still a kid. Yeah, that's how you got. Like that's how you got to look at it. They're like children. Yeah. So, yeah, we're all we all have our well because our worst behavior is always based from some childhood trauma or some, yeah. some reaction or trigger, right? Yeah. So that yeah, so really we, are, we do act like children yeah. when we're at our worst. Well, that's true. Something I heard, and I you know I'm, you know being somewhat stoic, which still working on it. It's great. I love I it. Right into the microphone. Sorry, that's all good. No, like you got to be. <laughs> <laughs> you got to tolerate other people, mm-hmm. like other people's weaknesses. And you have to be strict on yourself. That yeah. is a, it's a, it's a bastardized. Part of that is Marcus modeling. Lewis. Part of that is modeling. Yeah. If you want. Uh, okay. I had an incident recently. Yes. Um, did I tell you about the incident I had recently with no. my dog? No. So I, I, no. I have a neighbor um, who m- m- I have a big uh, Pyrenees and she's kind of loud and noisy. And, um, but she's, she's, but she's awesome. She's awesome. She's, but it's a perspective issue, right? So she, ju- she puts her hands on you and tries yeah. to jump on you, but you, you appreciate dogs. So you love her and, and I love I, her. She's really sweet, but she's a very, very sweet puppy. She's yeah. seven or eight months and she's just getting it, but she's the size of a full grown dog times two. Yeah. So she doesn't know. She's trying to put her hands on you and jump on you. And she's so we're to be teaching her not to. And, and it takes time. And, um, uh, <laughs> buddy says, "Where's the hop tea? I'm not. I'm drinking beer tonight. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so anyway, uh, my neighbor, 
uh, his daughter got scratched by her and, oh. and the, on the cheek. And I'm like, man, I tried to keep them separate. I did everything I could to keep yeah. them separate. Then I left them for like a minute, but they're little girls. I said, hey, stay in here. I'm going to be right back. And then they came out anyway. And then and then they kind of play with her. So she jumps up on them because she, she gets excited. she has the mentality of a child they, as well. Yeah, and they're just kids too. So that, you know, they interact. And, and then the, anyway, she got scratched. And I felt terrible, but I was like, it's she's safe. Everything's Guess cool. What? It's just a little scratch. And, and I didn't make a big deal out of it. And then I knew, I just just knew her dad was going to get mad when he found it because uh, it's my daughter's friend and they're little yeah. little they're like four or six years old and uh anyway um he got really mad he unloaded man because he doesn't understand like he doesn't have dogs and he doesn't like dogs i don't think and he and he's threatened our dog before and done like things that were a little bit you know caveman-y about it and um i don't I'm like his i don't like his either. approach to the dog but that's not my that's not my thing. Yeah. It's it's him, and that's cool. And I do respect him, and I like him, and that's fine. He has his own way of doing things. But he came at me pissed, and he called me, and he's like uh, mad, you know? Yeah. And, he, and then I got – here's the thing. I got super defensive, and I'm like, dude, you know, blah, 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 blah. And I felt like he was manipulating the situation and lying to me and different things, and I got uh, – um, I got mad at him yeah. and I started throwing back all this anger at him and then eventually he backed down and was kind and then I was like fine then and I was like still pissed and I hung up and then I was hot and I and I spent the next man I'm talking almost 24 hours <laughs> yeah. in this funk dude I was caught up I was pissed off I, we, yeah. we, we we handled it through text we said um, you know you know maybe she just doesn't come over you know for a while to the dogs train better that's her barking with yeah. her. Um, and then um, you know we'll sort it out when she's you know uh, older and all this and he goes yeah you know uh, she can come over Bro. to our house and play and I'm like um, I'm like, yeah, that's let's just do it that way. And then, but I felt terrible. But I, I realized after thinking about it, this is the point I'm trying to make. Yeah. I realized after thinking about it for a while that it wasn't him I was mad at. You were mad at the situation. No, 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 man. Oh. I was mad at me. Oh. I could have been patient with him. So, he overreacted and clearly was being unreasonable, like I can be. Yeah. And I overreacted back and I was defensive and created conflict where I, I didn't need to. I could have heard him and been patient with him. And I thought, all right, what's the move here? What do I do, dude? Do I just do I, you know, do I stand my ground and say you were unreasonable and so blah blah blah? And this is how conflicts happen. But that's not the way you should do it. So wait, 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 let me finish. This is what I did. I called him i called him immediately and i said bro it's me um and i mean we said vicious stuff to each other yeah. like during the conversation i won't even say some of the stuff he said or i said but we said mean stuff to each other and we're neighbors dude we live across the street from each other we have and our kids play together yeah and i and so i call him and i said listen man something's not sitting right with me from yesterday i uh overreacted to you and i was defensive and i should have been patient you're a dad you're supposed to be pissed off yeah. which doesn't necessarily mean you're coming at me reasonably or anything and i should have been aware of that i should have been patient with you i wasn't talking about his behavior i'm talking about me yeah i should have been patient and i should have heard you and let you be heard and i go for that i'm sorry and i just wanted to say that out loud and he goes and this is not a guy who talks about this stuff yeah. like that. He's not a stoic. He doesn't do that stuff. He doesn't get the, the philosophy stuff we talk about. Yeah. All that. That's not his style. And and he said he goes like this. There was this long pause, and he goes, "That's awesome, man. Thank you. Thank you so much. That is really awesome. Thank you." So, and I go, "Thank you. Okay, cool. Are we we're good then? Thank you. I just want to say that." And then we hung up. And dude, it 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 dissolved it. Yeah, it's over. And we and we're we're at another level now. You know, it's crazy, man. And you know, this is. Really, like, the whole stoic thing, I've always been kind of liking it, but there's a uh, Lou Holtz quote, which 
applies to the situation perfectly. Tur- turn that toward you because you're going to say something good, and I don't want to so, miss it. So, Lou Holtz. Turn the thing toward you. Uh, yeah, okay. Sorry, man. Lou yeah, Holtz, man. He, you know, football coach for Notre Dame, USC, a lot of colleges. He he says it's not – it's 10% of life is what happens to you. The, the other 90%? How you react. How you react. For sure. So your reaction – in that situation, I mean, you didn't you didn't feel right about it. No. So then you re, then you you know readjusted, looked at everything, and was like, man, you know what? I don't feel right about this, this, that, the other, and you know you basically apologized, which is beautiful, man. Like I had, a, I, I feel like humility is for me now. It's my go to because so, I'm like, you know what? If if I feel weird or bad about something, yeah, and I'm involved in it, I got a role in that, and I need some solid humility to get through this. Yeah, dude, like. The other uh, last night, man, I was at the bar. You know, some dude bumped into me, and he was like, "Oh man, I'm sorry." I'm like, "Dude, it's okay. Like, I'm all good, bro." And then he like tried to. I was like, "Do you know how to apologize to me, man? You're cool, dude. Like, whatever." Then he went on this big like, "Oh yeah, but it's how you react." I'm like, "Yeah, but dude, it's I I don't need an apology. I'm you know we're we're out here having a good time. Like, thank you very much." And I mean, he was so like cool with it after I was so like just zenned out about it because I'm like, I. If you bump into me, I know you didn't mean to bump into me, unless you really like you know check your shoulder into me, like yeah. it was just a little you know little arm bump. Like we talked about this, and you know how like in we talked about in like China, people bump into each other and not even say you're sorry, they just keep walking. Chinese people, yeah, yeah, and how and, they don't have the and, word for excuse me, yeah, because they just just assumed they didn't intend it exactly, which so that means we're assholes <laughs> exactly. Like assuming. you bump into me, I'm like, it's all good, dude. Like whatever, and it's. I think I, I don't know, man. Like lately, I feel like I've matured a lot more than I really act. <laughs> Your shoulders have matured a ton. Oh yeah, they've gotten wider. <laughs> but no, dude, like, how are you going to react when you hear this? Grant Grant says you look like a grizzly. I heard that. I actually okay. was listening so, to it a little bit this morning because he like, said it right here though. He uh, texted yeah. And uh, yeah, I went from a panda bear to a grizzly. James, I know. James wants to defend me. He said he's getting, he wants the address of my neighbor. <laughs> 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 That'd be funny if I sent my jujitsu instructor over to sort things out. <laughs> so, you don't mess with my dog. That'd be so lame. <laughs> Thank you, though, James. That's a nice oh offer. Oh, my God. Uh, Buddy says responding versus reacting. That's absolutely yeah. the truth. Like every day as adults, we deal with this. And if How you, you watch to every conflict is uh, grows from somebody reacting. Exactly, dude. Yeah. You just you know, respond very... Parenting. Hey, Parenting's the same way. Yeah. If young people looking to have kids or whatever, let me tell you one, one two things. I need to the listen. two things to parent, um, if you want to parent, show up yep. and, uh, and don't react to anything. Yeah. You can't. And you'll want to. And you will. And then when you fail, admit it. Be fallible. Don't be infallible. That's a huge problem. Dude. We talked about that Grant and I did this yeah. morning. How how the um you know look a, a pastor if you're religious is like a parent to you uh, as an adult. He's like your ad- adult parent, right? Yeah, yeah. So um so that's how it feels. Is like that's the hierarchy, right? And and the ones that are infallible, the proof is in the pudding. That does not work. I mean, look at the that's Catholic a lie. Church. It's a lie. <laughs> it's a lie because no one's no one's infallible. So be fallible. Yeah. Show up and be fallible. Like you know, let's bring it back to jujitsu. Like today, you know. I, 
I'm not the, first of all, James, you are probably the greatest instructor. I don't know how you do it. I tried my best, dude. Yeah, he I, taught class I today and he, did, class. he killed it. I, I did all right. I mean, I'm, you did good, dude. I did okay. You like, were you were meandering through this idea that was like really cool, where you just kept showing different sides of it. And, I, uh, I try. I, I yeah. tried to pull my best, James, but I, I'm not that intelligent. Dude, his energy was super high and super positive. People dug it. it was I, I was trying, man. Like, actually, wasn't even trying. I was just going with it. Honestly, I've stopped trying. I just go, man. That's, actually, that works better. That works a lot better. Like, you know, anything I do now, I just I don't even. Tr- I'm not trying. I'm the thing going. that I've noticed with guys like uh, James and like some of the best teachers is is how succinct they are. And like when I would tra- when I would train around the country, I would start to think I kind of knew some stuff. I'd like see this, and then I'd see that, and I then I go to another place, and they're teaching. You know, they're teaching an arm bar, yeah. but they're not teaching this one little detail that I saw. And I'm like, hey, without that, you have to have that. Like, And I, and I would, in the beginning, stupidly You'd mention that it. guy. Uh, and I go, um, that guy. excuse me, don't you have to uh, make sure that da-da-da-da-da? And then they would say, yeah, yeah, um, actually, that's that's a good additional thing, yeah, that you might want to add to that. And then afterward, they'd take me aside and be like, bro, I'm aware of that element of what we're talking about but what you're talking about is a little more advanced than a lot of these people can take yeah. take in right now yeah. and we're and we're just trying to get them to absorb the material if you could not teach when i teach that helps me a lot so and i was like whoa i had a guy tell me that and i'm like that's awesome i'm such an asshole you know it's funny man yeah like, the way hum- I- and again humility humility right? yeah like it was it was really cool teaching i actually really enjoyed it and like like at the end of class i was like i really thanked everybody because the thing is like yeah, I know jujitsu. Like, I know a lot of jujitsu. I don't know all of jujitsu. I mean, the, no, nobody knows all of jujitsu. I thought you know all of it. No, nobody does. Really? Nobody. Like, I think you do know all of it. You're sandbagging. No, I'm not sandbagging. <laughs> but no, like, the greatest thing is, man, is like teaching other people the knowledge that you have, man. Like, if you're a pr- if you're a pastor, or a priest, whatever, it's you know passing on that knowledge to other people is that's what life is about. Like, it's not. It's like that's what being a human is. It's you know passing the knowledge on. You know we wouldn't have a jujitsu school if we didn't have white belts. Like everyone wants to be. Oh man, that white belt. This, that, the other. No man, take that opportunity to teach that white belt something. Anybody that has an issue with white belts, they're your money maker, dude. They're the ones that are gonna like today. Today, uh, today, when I was training with um one of the one of the white belts, uh, I was noticing that he didn't move his hips at all. You know, like yeah. that's the beginning. You know, you don't move your hips so much, and uh, and the hips were moving. And I'm like, and so I got him in a position where I was just locking him in, and the only way out was to to move his hips. Yeah. And so I said to him, right here, man, you, you if you move your hips, what happens if you move your hips here? And he did. And then I was like, see, that's pretty cool, right? Yeah. And he's like, oh, okay, yeah. And I got, and then he started. So I was talking to him while he's rolling. And he's rolling. And I go, keep rolling hard, but let me just say that. And then and then away we went, and everything was cool. And then he did it again. I go, all right, hey, remember your hips. And he did it again. So now it's like maybe cemented a little. Yeah. And then I was rolling like next roll i went from white to brown and i'm like and i'm and i'm rolling and i'm like oh my hips and i didn't move my hips and i'm like oh shit i'm doing the same yeah so like i thought to myself maybe at this moment in my where in maybe it's just i just noticed it in this trajectory where i'm at but it's helpful to go white, like go way below you in belt, white belt, and then go above it you in belt, and then go white belt, and then above you in belt. You know what I mean? Like go go back and forth. Yeah, dude. Like and because you're gonna as you're seeing the the, the mistakes. You go, oh shit! Okay, I still make that mistake. So that's really a good combination. It is, man. And I was I was rolling with a couple of white belts yesterday, and I so, so one asked me about you know how do you not use your strength this at the other? I was like, all right, I'll, I'll teach you. So my main thing was get them tired, get them tired, get them tired, get them tired. Like just keep rolling and don't don't submit them. Just get him tired. 
And I mean, it, it kind of worked. Then I was like, hey, man, now, now get out. When you're tired, get out. That, I mean, if you want to get. Yeah, so you don't have the energy, but you may have a technical frame exactly. or something you can use and, and go, then, oh, that kind of worked. And another thing I would do is like, all right, hey, man, you're in this position. What do you need to do? And, then, and he's like, I'd, you know, walk it through him. And that's one, that's one way I, I, I can teach a little bit better that way. But, you know, it, 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 being a good instructor, is all re- like if you're a really good instructor, a.k.a. James, Pedro, Anibo, all the, all the good instructors we've had. Have you, have you been around for Anibo's instruction? Uh, I have. I, I was when at, he was teaching? He, I, I haven't yet, but I can't wait to check it out. I, I've, he, I, he is the most interesting dude. He, interesting. <laughs> he reminds me of like one of my uncles, like one of my mom's uncles. Yeah, he is I love cool. him. Dude, he's the guy you meet at the barbecue and you're like, I want to know more about that guy. But- <laughs> barbecue, please. <laughs> he's barbecue, Dude, he's barbecue, please. Oh my God. Oh my God. Dude, we should do this. We got to make a- Oh my God. We got to make a- sure with just in <laughs> in a toga barbecuing and then uh, all these great expressions you know yeah. oh hey that's the thing every shirt has a different great expression from days yeah. gone by from like Plato, Socrates whatever because we know they all came from barbecue place but it's Anibo's face <laughs> oh, dude and there'll be the uh, the shirts for his academy yes. with his logo on it oh my god this now- is it uh, and we have found a home for barbecue please John Eaton what's up dude draw that up no 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 John's gonna send it to his buddy uh He's got this buddy Cameron. All right, so uh, he sent me a contact for this guy Cameron, yeah. and he goes, "Check his Instagram." And uh, he he does some art, and you know, check out and see what you think. And so I did. I looked, and the guy, and then the, his profile picture. The guy's got a big beard, and I'm like, John, no, he, do you only you. hang out and refer people who have beards? It's like some sort of business networking yeah. beard thing. We're like, yeah, he does, dude. There's got to be somewhere in Savannah every month. There's this room full of guys with beards, Just big beards that meet, and they're like, oh, you have your business cards, and they refer each other. They hand him through the beard. It's like, uh, yeah, it's like, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Chamber of Commerce for bearded people. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, but, man, it, it's interesting. What would like, you call that? Chamber of Chamber. This beard is my chain beard of commerce. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It, it's really cool, like, seeing those good instructors, though, man. It, it really is. Yeah, the time they take. And, uh, like, hey, man, um, watching, uh, like, watching, listening to, like, the little idiosyncrasies of, uh, of, uh, Pedro the other night, uh, a couple nights ago. Yeah. Where he's like, uh, uh, he, he sounded like, uh, Jay Z. <laughs> Wait, you're going back to. No, 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 no. You know how Jay Z says, uh, in all yeah, the songs, yeah, yeah. Uh. So you go this way, uh, uh. Yeah. <laughs> you remember that? Yeah. yeah you go this way. You put your hip in, uh, and you go here, uh, uh. Yeah, and he's, but he says uh a lot. And I was like, man, that's that's like a cool idiot. You know what's funny is like uh, one of my instructors, and I noticed with Pedro as well, is like they'll snap. Like, hey, do this. Oh, like, right, right. Yeah, you do grab, grab yeah. him here and you go pop. Yeah. And then you go snap, pop. Snap, yeah. pow. Pip, pop, pow. Yeah, they have ways. <laughs> I've been learning Portuguese, and I tried I it out. That. I tried it on Inibo. Inibo? Inibo. Inibo. Yeah. I tried it out on Inibo, and uh, and he was all about it. But I spoke it so clearly because I'm good at pronouncing it, but I'm not good at like I'm I'm I know some words, but not all the words. And so, but I'm good at pronouncing it. So yeah. I sounded brasileiro when he when we were talking. <laughs> I go I go hey uh, I go hey I'm Colin. I go what's your, what's your name? And he goes uh, I'm Inibo. I go hey muito prazer 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 me conhecer você. And he's like. 
Brasileiro. I'm like, no, 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 no. No, I'm white. I'm white. But I, 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 I appreciate Portuguese. Yeah, yeah. He goes, você, uh, Brasileiro. No, no. Uh, I go, you, you follow um pouco de Portuguese, which means I only speak a little Portuguese. Yeah. And, uh, and he goes, no, no, no. I go, yeah, yeah, uh, only a little bit. Yeah. And he's like, okay, okay. You have the face. Well, I mean, dude, it's we're a new world. Like that's a new world country, man. Yeah, he goes. You have the face. You look like you. You could uh, maybe be like from Brazil. He, and then he he said in Portuguese, uh, "You have the you have the jaws or something like." Anyway, he said some other stuff. Like I could only catch like every other noun. Yeah. So I was like, "What? I'm a dog face? What? <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, like, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it was cool to like be able to converse because I haven't. I've been um, what I've been doing with my four year old is at night we read books, but before we read books, she makes me do uh, Duolingo. Duolingo with her. Nice. Yeah. I, did I, I tell you this? Yeah. We've yeah, been we were that. talking yeah. about that. Yeah. Yeah. So she really? loves it, and Dude. we do we do Portuguese every single night. Every single night for literally. Well, I mean, we taken a break. We took a break for a little while, but we did it for. We've done it now for 71 days straight. Bro, that's awesome. Yeah, and, and uh, before that, we did it like 50 days straight. I mean, she that's a lot for her. Yeah. She can say bonjia and like uh, she knows leche's milk and like fritam. She said out of the blue, she's like, fritam ovo? And I'm like, fry eggs. <laughs> they fry eggs. Yeah. Fritam ovos. Yeah. She, I was like, well, how do you know? I go, that's fried eggs. And she she didn't know that. I go, they fry eggs. That's what you just yeah. said. She's like, oh, she's like the sound of it. Oh, I mean, dude, it's great to have like a Get your kids in the you know four four years old, dude. Like yeah, Grant's kids are bilingual. They speak like uh, Farsi and and English. Things that and, don't surprise me. Yeah, yeah. Grant Grant goes uh, the other day. I was over there and he goes. Uh, I was like uh, dropping stuff off at the church and he goes. He's like his kids are running around. He goes, hey. Uh, um, I go, I go. What's the first word for so and so? Then he asked one of his like he asked his like yeah. seven year old, "Hey, what's the first word for po- lollipop or whatever?" Uh, off the rip, you're like, okay, I, I got beat up by a seven year old in the language language competition. Yeah, it was pretty cool. That's yeah. awesome. Now, like, I, I wish I learned. I wish I still learned Spanish, man. I knew Spanish like that was my first language, mm-hmm. and I forgot it. You forgot it? <laughs> yeah. Like I could speak it, like, but it has to. I I have to slow it down and like I can understand it for the most part. Tu hablas po, poquito. Uh, po, poquito, yeah. Uh, so the problem with me with Portuguese and Spanish is that I cross them. So because I learned Spanish when I was younger, yeah. So uh, so my Spanish uh, influences my Portuguese. So sometimes like, uh, what? How do you say small in port in Spanish? Right? Poquito. You know the word. No, no, that's a little bit. So uh, how do you say small? Oh, it's pequeño. Okay. Oh yeah, pequeño. No. Pequeño. Pequeño. There's a there's a humaflati or whatever you call it. You know the fliggy <laughs> yeah. baggy, the magatouche, <laughs> the McWaggybock. Um But anyway, there's a little weird pigtail. So uh, that thing on the end, uh, I mean on the um, uh, in the middle, whatever. On the uh, yeah um, yeah yeah. So that thing makes it sound uh, pequeño. pequeño on the end. Yeah, pequeño. Yeah. Nio, nio. Nio. Uh, in in Portuguese, in Portuguese, yeah. uh, s- s- little or small is pequeño. 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 No. Pequeño. 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 No. You just did the end thing. (laughs) See, that's what I've been doing. It's ingrained. And every time I do it, it's messed up. I can't say pequeño. I can't say pequeño. 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 Just try to touch on the end and not do it. Pequeño. Don't say no. Say no. No. Pequeño. Now in in Portuguese, if I say say shark, I say tubarão. Tubarão. No. Tubarão. Tibarón. No, not tibarón is like a Spanish word. No, tubarón. 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 Round. Tubarón. Tubarón. Not round. 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 R-A-O. 
right, with the little humafla uh, on the O. So it's wrong. Wrong. But it's in the nasal. It ends in the nasal. So wrong. 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 Yeah, have you ever heard like uh, Amanda Nunez talk or Claudia de yeah. Gabella and they humble me nasal boitha with a tongue? Yeah, that's kind of how it is. That's crazy, dude. It's a real inf- like tonal inflection based language. And so it takes Spanish words that are si- – okay, so Spanish, French, Portuguese have some of the same words. Italian. But they're pronounced so differently yeah. from one language to the next that if you say it wrong in the language, it's like – You may it's be like cho- It's like nails on a chalkboard to them. Yeah. Yeah, it's trippy to them because they don't they don't like it. Like Mexican people hate the sound of Portuguese, and uh, because some of the words you know are yeah. they're Spanish words, but they say it's like it'd be like hearing somebody go because <laughs> there's no English doesn't really have that, but it'd be it like does. it does like true like you know can't, uh, Queen's English versus you know American. Oh, okay, English. yeah, yeah, right, right. It'd be like it's like hearing like a deep English person speak English, and you're like, what if they're like from like South Side of London or yeah. something, and they're like, you know, the why they told they told evil for it. Why is that you know, such like, cool accent that makes sense yeah <laughs> why is that such a cool accent sounds though? cool to us sounds yeah. sounds shitty to them yeah like if you're from london and you're and you're yeah, like and, talk. and you go to the uh chain beard of commerce meeting <laughs> <You're not> gonna... <laughs> yeah you don't want to hear uh that like you don't want to hear that like poggy sounding voice well it's like you know probably like from like the you know hearing from the south to like it's know, like kentucky the... man yeah so when you sound like this here, like this, and English American, that's real tonal and fl- and it's yeah. flamboyant, and beautiful because it's all inflective and uh, and it's amazing. It's like fl- it's it's uh, what's the word for it? It's like uh, I hear that I'm like uh, flowery, you know. <laughs> to us, it sounds like shit, but to a Chinese person, it probably sounds amazing. Yeah, they're like, oh, I want to speak like that Kentucky dude. <laughs> well, that's the first time anybody's probably said that no no they do yeah i, I bet they do I, I mean i don't know but i bet it sounds cooler yeah i bet i bet uh a new york like a guy from new york in the bronx he don't he, like hey, hey what tony the fuck? yeah you want to look at tony hey, hey tony you want to know we're one f in now hey what that tony I, I was almost when i was cramping i was almost on the f you I almost like, said oh. f yeah, yeah we've only like, used one we got two more left oh my god <laughs> high five <laughs> heck yeah hey Oh, we don't want to cramp up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the name of the episode, dude. I... Uh, Grant says, and cross-face the mess out of them. But that was from a while ago, so I don't know what he's referring to. I don't know. Donaher knows all, says Grant. Donaher doesn't know all. No. Donaher would be the first to admit he doesn't know all. Wait a minute. Anybody, th- anybody that knows, everybody that says, I know it all, they don't know it all, dude. Like, in anything... Donaher, yeah, Donaher is uh, just, he knows a lot about other things that relate very well to jiu-jitsu, so, so that's what I think his power is. The funniest thing I've seen in a while, like, that I put, like, a couple, couple months ago, I posted a graph of jiu-jitsu. It's like, you know, as a white belt, you know nothing. It yeah. goes all the way up to blue belt where I know everything. Drops down to, as a purple belt, I was like, oh, I know nothing again. Nothing, nothing. Brown belt was like... I understand, but I still know nothing. And then Brown yeah. Belt's like, oh, yeah, you do it all. Uh, Black Belt's like, oh, yeah, guess what? I do it all over again. Yeah, that's really good. <laughs> Bro, that, I mean, <sighs> that's crazy. You know where, yeah, you're headed into that. Yeah, it's crazy. I, I'm, I'm so excited. Like, can you turn that towards you? I don't know. Somehow it got back away from you. It's again. just because I'm moving around. Cause I'm, you can pivot it so that it's pointing towards you. There you there go. We go. Yes. I'm still learning how to use this mic, and I've been on this <laughs> podcast. just got like at you. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh. anyway, uh, yeah. So, with language, I don't know. You, so you should go back to Duolingo again and learn I, Spanish. I need, well, you know, you got you got to pick it up and yeah, make yeah, it. Twenty. I got, yeah, I got you about okay, there. Okay. There we go. Let's put it there right here so you, I can really inflect thank you, Lord. with my. La- la- thank la- you, la- Lord. Yes, thank you. Yeah. 
Now you got to learn to speak English. <laughs> <laughs> That's my second language, okay? It's, and yeah. then Ebonics, okay? The problem bro? is you, you forgot your first language. I know. <laughs> <laughs> that sucks. I got Ebonics like a mug. Do you? No. No, me neither. Spanglish. Yeah. That's that's what I got. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, man. Oh, so uh what are we doing? Are we watching the are we going surfing this weekend? Uh hopefully yeah, I want to go to. I I really want to do that. Um, okay. I think we're gonna go to Jacksonville, go surf this weekend. Yeah. yeah. That's the plan. That's so the plan. but I mean if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen and you just kinda roll with it. Dunning man. okay, wait a second. What's the Dunning Kruger effect for jujitsu? Mitch just said it. I don't know What's Mitch. Dunning, do what? I know Mitch? What is um what is the Dunning Oh I know Mitch. Uh what is the Dunning Kruger effect for jujitsu? What's the Dunning Kruger effect? I don't know what that is. Uh, Mitch, can you clarify uh, yeah, what the hell you mean? Fun. Please, yeah, t- putting <laughs> cryptic shit on the. Am I gonna have to like look this up? <laughs> you know what I've been loving? Chael Sonnen's uh, Chael Sonnen's uh, feed, the Bad Guy Inc. thing. I love. I do. That's He's killing it. That's some of the best information. I'm loving it. Yeah, best I watch that stuff all the time. Yeah. And you know they're bringing back the Ultimate Fighter. They are. Do you know that the Ultimate Fighter is the reason I trained Jiu-Jitsu? No. That chart Paul was talking about. You were talking about the chart. Oh! The Dunning-Kruger effect. I did not know that. (laughs) That's awesome. Why is it called the Dunning-Kruger effect? I don't understand. I I don't know. Is that a real thing? Okay, Mitch, clarify once again. So... um, So, uh, yeah, the the reason I trained jiu-jitsu is because of the Ultimate Fighter. Really? I was in... I still remember. I was in Jacksonville, Florida, which is where we're going to go hopefully this weekend to surf. And, um, And... I was at the, I was playing the, oh man, I don't know the name of the place, but anyway, it was some hotel and it's a crappy hotel. And, and it's Duval. Red. Um, and, uh, and I'm, I'm in the room. Was it in the room? There was like a gym next to my room. Yeah. I forget. Anyway, there's a gym next to my room and I'm working out and, uh, and, and I'm in there like on this weird treadmill thing or, or a bike. I was yeah. on a bike. I would just go on the bike for like an hour, you know, and then I'd like lift in my room and like do body weight stuff That's and um, I know just trying to stay that. fit. Um, and then, uh, and that came on and this is like, you know, this is, I was 34. So this is like 15, 16 years ago. So this is when it started. Oh, this is yes. when it first started. So I'm yeah. watching season one and, oh and I'm like, this is amazing. And, and I, and I felt like a superhero at 35. Like I, I felt yeah. like I was at my peak athletic capability. I was in, impossibly in uh, shape. Ready I go. felt like I could put my hand through shit. Like, I, I mean, I felt so strong and I was like, all right, um, <laughs> I could do all that. Why don't I should just, I should just like do that, what they're doing. Yeah. Like, yeah. So I started like m- mimicking kind of some of the workouts. And then I was like, <laughs> well, I should just go to jujitsu. Yeah. And I, they, they, they seem to be doing this jujitsu. That seems like a lot of fun. And, and I've heard a lot about it. And uh, I knew that, um, I knew that Chuck Liddell did it because years before I had lived in it, when he was in the pit <laughs> and before he ever was in like, yeah. like even pride, he was, he had the pit. And uh, I was living in San Luis Obispo, and he had the pit, and I was trying to go and train. Remember? Did yeah, I tell you, you that told story? me that story. And you I just... show up to the wrong address, and it's like an army recruiting, and I'm like, ah, screw this. I'm not going to go train. And wrong then I place. went and like, drank with friends or something. So I, I totally didn't go hang out with Chuck. He invited me. They oh invited me to go train. And Rob was like, you should go down there with Chuck and hang out. And uh, yeah. Rob from my previous story. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah. And Rob was like, go down to the pit. They do this thing. And I'm like, yeah, cool. And I just never found it. <laughs> And then, and then I went. My, such, my life took another that direction. Is such a, oh I would have been training at 22 years old, dude. I'm tw- I'm 50. That would I would have been 27 years into jujitsu right now. 28. Uh, I can't you, even do math. I thought you were already 28 years in jujitsu. I'm 15. Yeah, yeah, yeah. dude. Feels I, like 28. I started, but so I started at like 18. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. I, and you're 35. So how many years are you? 35. Aren't you 30? 32. You're 32. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, thirty-five is the same. No, it's not. It's the same. Stop putting eight, stop putting years on me. Just, I don't want gray hair just yet. Think back to this conversation in three years, <laughs> and I'll be correct. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be in the you know the infirmary. <laughs> yeah, but in three years yeah. I'll be fifty-three. That's not that yeah. bad. What are we taking testosterone, bro? Uh huh. Taking the juice. The taking serum. the juice. I'm, ju- I'm juicing up with the serum. You should come work out with me then, Doc. Yeah, I'm gonna. No, I'm not gonna. No. I don't want shoulders like that. I'm afraid. These are boulders, baby. Shoulders I don't want to hurt anybody. I don't want to hurt anybody. You do front. What do you do for for uh, fronts? Um, I do a lot of overhead press, man. Do you really? Yeah, that's it, huh? Overhead press. I mean, it's... do you do rear delts at all? Yeah, you should do rear delts. I do. I no, do so a you lot don't of look up, so you don't look like slopey. I do a lot. You don't want to look because you, you look like kind of like slopey. <laughs> yeah, <you're laughs> kind of weird. So like, if you did the backs, it'd be more symmetrical. Look good. So it wouldn't look weird like that. I don't care what I look. Like. <laughs> I'm just joking. Like, I'm uh, just joking. Here's the thing. I don't think that. Here's the thing. Like, I, like I'm not lifting for looks. I'm lifting for your know, strength. I'm lifting for like if I. If you know when I hopefully I get to do yeah. ADCCs this year, the trials, and you get that, hang. I can hang. I yeah. can get you know any time, man. I mean, I I don't get. Wow, I'm about to go deep. Uh, so okay, like he's about to go deep. Like I'm not the most technical person. I'm not the most athletic person, but I can keep with my strength and my athletic. I can I can you know use my strength to help my technique and help yeah. my athleticism. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, they all work together. Yeah. For sure. And Seth, you are a flexible person. Seth. By the way. Dude, I was so impressed God with Seth. Damn. He's doing a Cossack squat, and he's like full ass to grass. Yeah. Like, I'm like, bro, how the, how are you doing that? And I, it's just years of Hang, hang on. Here's Mitch's follow-up. Oh. When you start any skill, people often feel like, oh, this is easy. Then you learn enough about it to know you suck. <laughs> Blue belt blues. Then you become adequately skilled. Um, then you become adequately skilled and know there's always more to learn. Okay. that's I Yeah, I get it. Oh, and I then he sent me a link. Yay. There it is. Okay. There's okay. a link. So it's the Dunning-Kruger effect. That's a real thing. I did not know that. So you've just rediscovered something that someone else already discovered. How do you feel? <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I, you guys, like, I, I, I know I say this all the time, but I'm a shaved chip, bro. Like, I'm, uh, Yeah. I mean, this like, is an, an exact example of the thing. Exactly. <laughs> like, it's funny. You know, it's like, not only do we not know. Well, yeah, you know what? It's um, unconscious know, unknowing. Yeah. That's like there's a mm. there's a level of things where you you know, you have the knowledge, like you have no knowledge of what you don't know. Right. But don't, but isn't there something to be said for this intuitive, um, sort of just following your heart and this intuitive discovery and curiosity and dis and like, if you, if you second guess that in intuition, then don't you shut down your own inquisitive nature and like curiosity and you, then you stop discovering things and maybe you can't well, then discover past the Dunning Kruger effect, which needs to happen. Cause that guy stopped there. No, like Johnny and Kruger quit right there. I mean, <laughs> here's the thing: like with jujitsu, it's there. There is like I was listening to Nick Gregorius. He's a black belt. Uh, I think he's a he's a South African guy. I think he got sounds his, like he's sounds like he's a singer as well. Yeah, in a, in <laughs> but a, no, he in a, he was, in he was a, on somewhere one of the cathedral. <laughs> <laughs> he was uh he did one of the Scott Cooper films, and this was a couple years ago, and he said it perfectly. I mean. You so once you get to a certain part of jujitsu, there is no mastery of jujitsu. There is nobody who will ever say my jujitsu is complete. I don't have to do it. It's like with life. I mean, as soon as you think anything's complete, it's you know 
you'll find out real quick it ain't. No, yeah. So when, yeah, and that is usually the, when it hits you. Yeah, when you're like, like, oh, I got it, and you, then bang. Like, so like, what you're saying is, if you keep that open mind and keep a very, like, always be a white belt. Always, always be a white belt. Always learn. Always try to be. Try, always try to get better. If it's not at a technique, it's improving the vehicle, improving I, your body, I, improving your technique, improving everything. And and then guess what? It correlates in life. Like, I I I start. St- you know, I started looking at stoicism and I really kind of went on a hard detour on that. Then it led me to Taoism and it led me to a lot of other things where I'm like, all these, all these philosophies are basically the same. Be a good person. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They're a life practice. But right? you know, you, 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 you see it, you, I read a quote, I, I meditate on it. I, I try really thinking about it five, 10, 15, 20 minutes. If I can, if I have the time and I told somebody the other day, they're like, oh, man, I'm going to steal that quote. I'm like, bro, you can steal it. But, you know, actually. Got to give Barbecue credit. (laughs) No, but, like, (laughs) actually think on that. I know him. He has an academy in in, uh, Bluffton. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm I'm getting serious. It's great. Sorry. I love it, though. No, no, that was good. But, no, like, anything that you do, like you said, man, if, if you keep that internal child, that internal child that always keeps you going and being more creative and learning and like love you johnny johnny's got to go johnny uh, love you love, love you johnny. johnny bye buddy bye buddy <laughs> speaking about internal children that man yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. I love he's him. so good with his kids because he like he, joins them yes in being their age yes yeah, yeah that's cool uh, i mean that's one thing but I, what you're saying is cool because uh i feel like the uh the importance of it is uh, like you know always be a white belt yeah. or whatever and discover and um, just be a kid always be a kid like yeah you get to a certain point in like life where these super intelligent, like these super enlightened people, are ch- almost childish. Yeah, the more yeah, the more enlightened somebody is, the more the chi- less they the less they try to offer you any yeah knowledge. You know, just, but here's the, here's the main issue with all or not issue, but the main sort of side note of all this that um that is a big part of it that people don't talk about as much is that. These levels of knowledge, these things that we think about, this philosophies of life and <laughs> ideas, right? No, really. Yeah, they need to be maintained. They, they they're all about they're all about being maintained. You know, Buddhism teaches that, and, and these other uh, practices. Yeah, that we're talking about Stoicism, Taoism. They have to be maintained. They can't just be. You. It's not like a journey. It's not like a finite journey where you go like, oh, hey, I got to the top, and there we go. Guess I what? On. Like we just the. During Cougar Effect, same thing. Yeah, yeah. It's the same thing. It's all. But they have to be actively maintained. And the minute you stop and back off, that's when things start piling up and crossing you. And and then you end up uh, getting further from your goal. Yeah. And that actually takes you away from the practice even further. So you have to fight harder to re engage with it because of all the other issues that you would have. That's the samsara, man. That's that's the struggle. That's the samsara. That's the struggle, man. Yes. Oh, man. We covered samsara one time. Yeah, I love it. this is a big part of our lives. I mean, the paddle out, man. Like, is it worth it? Is it worth the drive to go to jujitsu? Is it worth the drive to go to the gym? Yeah, man. Is it? And you, as a person, and anybody can, you know, anybody can take this. Is is it anything you do in life? Is it worth it? I say whatever I do, I try to make it worth it. I I I, I have a big thing on time. I I like being on time. I like I take time seriously. Like, you really want to piss me off is, you know, Hey, yeah, we're going to go out this, that, the other, and then cancel on me. Cause I, I scheduled this time out. I am going to go do this. Yeah. I have to do committed it. Committed to it. I'm, yeah. I commit. I, I, that's something that's a big pet peeve. 
And if you're late, oh my god, yeah. I get a little upset. Respect like, your ass. Respect. My I dog. call my friend James, and he comes to your house. <laughs> <laughs> respect my dog too. I love my dog. I got Hey, we got uh, four. All of a sudden, four people are with us. These are the partiers that showed up late. Yeah, uh, yeah. Mitch, Mitch, Mitch. Uh, philosophy is a gateway drug to a lot of reading. He said, "It is, <laughs> bro." <laughs> I like Mitch. Dude. He's got yeah. a lot to say. Yeah, he's good. Uh, John Eden had to go for the kids, I guess, right. and that's cool. But we we have to wrap it too. Yeah, what we're, time? we're at an hour and ten. All right. So yeah. um, I want to be able to do this again uh, quickly, quickly, yeah, and yeah. get right back to it. So uh, love Monday you guys. Night, Thanks maybe, for watching. Maybe Monday night. Maybe Monday day. I will. I will get you with that okay cool yeah yeah and we'll put it up you'll you'll get the uh facebook feed um yeah, the facebook baby. live feed please go to post roll podcast oh uh, shout out dot to our and shout out to our sponsors gjjsab thank you james finizio gjjsb greatest gracie jujitsu savannah greatest jujitsu savannah gracie jujitsu savannah um best place in the world to yes. turn the best martial art in the world yes. the best dude in the world under the best, best guy in the world who has the best best friend in the world <laughs> for sure yes barbecue at least <laughs> and best and uh best people and man. the best people in the world and the best feeling you leave the room with and i mean guys once again white belt thank you for showing up we love you guys thank you mitch he says good show take care love uh, you guys we love you guys train with us and uh um, go easy on my ribs thank you to huckapoos bites and booze thank you to camera west for the equipment and thank you of course to uh Gwacky and uh, high tides, high tides, high tide surf shop. They're yeah. gonna give us wax for our trip this weekend. Yeah, uh, thank you to them. Chimacos <laughs> tacos, Chimacos tacos, yeah, yeah. and surf. I have the, the cup out this yeah, morning. Yeah, I saw that. So Chimacos tacos and surf. If you ever go to Tybee, check it out. That's my buddy, uh, my buddy Clay and his wife, uh, and and also my buddy, his wife. Yeah, Mel. they're really good Mel, tacos. Mel Culver, she, they're amazing really people. Good, great tacos. Uh, I recommend the uh, nopales. Uh, yes, those are so good. The t- cactus, yeah. cactus tacos. Love you guys. Love Watch you again peace. sometime and enlighten yourself. Live, hey, it's a practice. Live, live your practice, guys. It's a practice. Your practice. Yeah, go at it again. When you think you got it, go at it harder. Johnny on the mic. Every single revelation, He's not even on the on the. We have zero viewers. They don't want to watch us dance. So late. Don't go to sleep. Put your time in on the mat. You better tap before you snap. You better not give up your back or you'll be taking a nap. You win, you learn, you're drilling to kill. If you feel the burn and you got the will to put in the work on the mat in the lab, let's see, is that true or will you get stabbed? Camorras and armbars and chokes on deck. Don't let them get their arms around your neck. You feeling the pain, no pain, no gain. Ask Professor, he'll tell you the same. Tap a thousand times, he say, live to fight another day. Slap and bump before you play, your ego just gets in the way. So if you're wondering how we made it, check out the association. Kinda like my other wife, Gracie Juju, two for life. They look at us and wonder how we made it Sacrifice and work hard to basics Know that look on your face, you hate it You hate it, oh And they look at us, wonder how we made it Out here looking like the fucking greatest I know that shit hurt when it's sinking in